Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Coffee Pods where just over a cup of coffee or beverage of your choice we discuss some of the issues that may crop up as we minister healing to others in Jesus name and today we're looking at listening so this is listening to God, listening to ourselves, listening to others and I'm joined by Wes who's going to shed some in, uh, insight and a bit of light onto this and um, but Wes, is there a difference between hearing and listening? Well, yeah, and I guess in, in a sense, um, and hi everybody. But I, I just, I guess the thing is, is how you you reference those both of those words. And so we've done it this way. Um, you know, we hear a lot of stuff. Um, we don't necessarily pay attention to it all, mm. but we hear a lot of stuff. And in fact, if ever you've been a parent with uh, teenage children then you will know about selective hearing okay so if you say to your son um you know can you tidy your room in fact i did say to my son once um matt when i can see the floor i'll vacuum it but you know he sort of had a, a sort of a fairly um vertical uh, horizontal wardrobe at that particular point of time but you know but if i said to him um would you like five quid you know then actually his hearing was very pretty good but that's true for every uh, child that you've ever um had you know um and it's true but it struck me lisa it's that the world is getting noisier to the point that we're actually looking for places to find silence and quiet uh and, and whatever and so it's, you know both inside and outside the church and so it made me reflect on the course the difference is that you hear a lot but whether you've actually listened to it is a different thing and that's true about people you know uh, and uh you know i i love watching people you know in, in having conversations and you can work out those people who are hearing but not listening and those people are actually listening to what the, the other person's saying so that's the sort of thing i would put it that way you can hear a lot you're not necessarily paying attention to it but actually if you're listening then you're doing something else and it's to do with a deeper um response and, and engagement with what you what your uh, the sounds and, and what people are telling you yeah and and we've probably all been in situations where we've come away ourselves and we've either said I just didn't feel listened to or mm. somebody might have said that to us as well you know I just didn't feel listened to in a certain situation and you you did say you can sometimes see in a in a meeting in a room whatever where people are hearing but they're not listening are you able to give any examples of of what that might look like um yeah I, I can do it from my own experience um <laughs> when I was uh, the senior pastor of a church um Mary would uh, often, if I, at the end of the service, if I was talking to somebody, Mary would walk behind the person, and and she would just she would just point at her eyes and point her at her ears. You know, it, yeah. the person couldn't see them, and it's because at the end of the service, there's such a lot going on. It's a big church. There's a lot going on, and it, it's very easy for me to be distracted by like, oh gosh, they're over there, they're doing that, and what if I need to get somebody to sort that? While this person was talking to me, you know, and I could whatever, and Mary would go behind the person and say eye contact listen right. you know to me and so it's it's very easy at, at, at times isn't it you, you see people and somebody's talking and, and they're looking at their watch or they're looking at their phone or they're just gazing around or you know a number of other things that are going on 
and you think actually no you're not really listening to that person uh, mm-hmm. and, and so it, it it fascinates me to to see that I, I've seen it with parents and children you know and I understand as a parent you know you can get like that but a you know a child is trying to tell a parent something and the parents not listening and you can see the child's getting like no 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 be, you know no no so it's it's those sort of things yeah they show real frustration don't they children when they're not yeah, they do. When they're not feeling listened to and um it, it's funny because going sort of back to children or staying on children um a lady was telling me the other day that she finds it really hard to listen to her children so they must be quite young when they are clearly not listening to her so she <laughs> said, you know they start you know screaming yelling or or just not paying attention and she said she naturally does that back to them when mm. she know, when she doesn't feel listened by to her you know from her children she starts doing that back to them because she's so frustrated mm. um, and I think it's really it is an interesting thing to think how do we respond to people mm. when we don't feel listened well by them? Yeah. And I think there's the other thing, there's also some really legitimate reasons why people find listening hard. You know, there's mental health things, there's disability, oh, yeah. all yeah. sorts. But but I'm sure we can all sort of identify with some of these things that we're talking about. Um, but but what would you say, as, as somebody experienced in ministry, are some of the things that do prevent us from listening to others? Well, it, it's really interesting, isn't it? And, and, and we all feel undervalued. We feel insignificant. We feel cheapened when we're not listened to, um, along with being frustrated. And and yes, there are a whole host of things that that frame the way that we respond to other people and, and in a sense this that's part of the thing that we almost need to learn to listen to ourselves what's going on inside us that yeah. makes me do this to this person but things like you know your upbringing so if you were not listened to as a child if you were dismissed you know the whole idea that children should be seen and not heard and preferably not seen either you know many kids have grown up uh, with that and actually, that affects it. Your education, um, whether whether, for instance, you, you know, in school, teachers use long words to humiliate you in order to make you feel small, so that they could feel powerful, and 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 that sits with us. And we think, you know, um, well, actually, that happened to me. That's just the way it is. Or if you, for instance, if you're telling me something. And I think it's just like a trivial thing. But for you, it's really important. But I'm, you know, part of me is saying, well, get over it, you know, move on, you know, not bothered. You know, actually, I'm unlikely to listen to you and give you attention because I think it's like irrelevant. It's it's trivial. But also, actually, alongside uh, things that things that have happened to us that make us defensive that we don't allow the reality of somebody else to be in front of us because we feel vulnerable or afraid or whatever. You know, our culture. So, for instance, I was talking to somebody just literally yesterday and saying, have you noticed that when women listen to one another, it's normally face-to-face and eye-to-eye. But when guys listen to one another, it's normally side-by-side looking in the same direction or looking away, but we're still paying attention. 
Because guys, you know, and we all get, the guys, we, we get accused of not being in touch with our feelings. Actually, we are in touch with our feelings. We just express it differently. Yeah. So, so a guy might tell you something that's really significant, important to you, but actually he's not going to gaze into your eyes and do it. But actually men are much more emotionally attuned and they will, we will do that. So we work that out as well. Your culture, for instance, with um, some of the Afro-Caribbean cultures, um, if you are talking to a child as an adult, it would be considered rude by the child to look you in the face. So actually, for instance, if you were telling uh, uh, the child off, um, you would probably be tempted to say, look at me when I'm talking to you. Yeah. Because yeah. you think it's it's respectful. Actually, it's respectful that it's not looking at you. Mm. And some of the Asian cultures, they won't look at you. Uh, but, and, uh, but do you see what I mean? So culture can affect yeah. the way that we're going to listen to people. We're going to understand them and appreciate them. But I saw one beautiful thing. Absolutely. Oh, it just, it was like, oh, real moving thing. <laughs> and um, there, was a, there was a little child. Uh, and I remember they, they were just beside themselves, you know, I just couldn't. They were like so wound up on whatever. And the parents saying, no, 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 no. Come on, come on, come on, come on. And just couldn't get through. And I just watched mum and she put her two hands so gently on the side of this child's face and brought her face close to it and said, I'm here. Tell me. And the child just, it just caught the child and they stopped. And they said, but it's like, she said, I, am, I know. And I just thought, is that lovely? That, yeah. I, and I thought, actually, God can do that. He can just put his hands either side of your face and say, it's okay, I'm here, tell me. Yeah, that's lovely. That's really nice. And I think what you've just shared really highlights the individuality of everybody mm. and the complex complexity of listening that it's not the same format for everybody. Um, you know, there's general listening skills, aren't there? And obviously mm. we do training in that, but you have to take into account all these different factors that, that are playing into it. And I mean, I, I just think in then as well, like um, obviously being newly married, I'm still learning, well, me and my husband are learning things about each other. And I think we listen quite differently to one another. Mm. So I'm quite happy to listen and not really have to say anything like I won't say anything back now Dan finds that particularly difficult if he's talking to me about particularly you know if it's an issue or something on his heart and I'm listening to him but I'm not giving him any verbal cues that I'm mm -hmm. listening to him and he finds that particularly difficult mm -hmm. and so I have to then realize right that's not helpful for when he wants to be listened to mm -hmm. well and he's probably learned some things about me but it is incredibly complex but I suppose when we do feel listened to well and we feel as though maybe our story has been heard, um, we we know that that can bring healing and hope, can't it? Yes, it is, because it it's not just the information that you've listened to. It's the feelings. It's the, mm. the, the emotion, the story behind it. But But beyond that, it's also when you've genuinely listened to somebody, or, or when I've genuinely been listened to, it's done a number of things. One, it's validated my life. It says, "Where's your 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 you have meaning? You're important. You're valued." But also, it it's authenticated my story. Now, not agreed with my story, but it's authenticated my story. It said, "Where's I appreciate 
that's what it feels like for you. Yeah. That's what you've, that's what you felt. And, and that's true. That's how you felt it. Absolutely. And, and that gives me um, the option to then consider and move it. In fact, one of the things we say is when you hear your story in your own words from your own lips being told to somebody else, it helps you engage with the truth of that story much, much more easily. And it helps you find healing much, much more easily. And, and those two things are really, really important. In fact, I'm, I just wish that I could get um, certain members of our government to actually stop <laughs> and listen for a moment because mm. they're completely missing, you know, what the nation is saying, what people are saying, what even friends and family are saying. Yeah, yeah. And so um, we'll move quite quickly because I know we're going to run out of time. But we in our training, we often talk about things that are helpful and not helpful when it comes to listening. Can you yeah. just give some examples yeah. Um, do you ever finish anybody's sentences? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they get halfway through it and you, you and, and you do it because you're moving on. You've got to get on. Come on, come on, whatever. Um, or people who interrupt or people when they're telling you something um, and they're talking about something that really um, challenged. In fact, when we were talking about grief and loss just uh, this last week um, and, I, and one person said the thing that they found really difficult is when they're sharing about their husband who, who died recently. And they, they begin to talk and say, you know, it, and I, I miss this and I miss that. And then people go, oh, yeah, that happened to me, you know, and when my husband died, I, you know, and, and, and suddenly they've taken over the person's story and it's now swamped and the, and the person can't journey with that with them. So he would say things like, um, one, one particular thing, Lisa, just throw it in, is when... You listen to people, but you're not really listening because you're working out before they finished what you're going to say as a response to them. And they might not have even got halfway through it and you've already worked out, you know, this is what I'm going to say afterwards. And so one of the things that we teach in, in listening, and it's a, it's a very good thing, and it, it was an interesting thing. I, I, I've sort of gone back and attached it to how we listen to God as well. But the interesting thing is you haven't listened to somebody if you've, been planning what you're going to say before they finished and so what we teach is don't begin to think of anything just listen just let them say what's in their life and on their heart and then if you need to say something afterwards okay think about it but don't think about it during the process because you're undervaluing their story in fact you're not actually listening no do you think um Part of the reason we might try and think, what am I going to respond to them with, is also just because we we fear that gap afterwards of that, that no one will be talking maybe for like thirty seconds. Or just I don't know what. Or yeah. it just, well, it, it's it's because we we do hate silence, and one of the things yeah. we teach in in the Acorn um, reflective listening practice is it's okay to be silent. Um, one of our uh, um, team they had uh, an appointment to, to meet with somebody and the fact there were three uh, appointments and the person came and for the first uh, session, the person said absolutely nothing. They just sat there and, and the, the team member just sat with them quietly. And uh, the second time they came, they said absolutely nothing except for the last five minutes. And they, and they said, I think maybe it's something, you know, like this. And the team said, fine. Third time they came, 
the person opened up the conversation with, okay, now I'm ready to talk to you. And I think there's just some incredible stuff within that. So I, I think also we feel that if we listen to somebody, we have to fix everything. Yeah. And I think it's quite a relief to say, actually, the healing thing is being heard. Mm. They might not actually need you to fix anything. In fact, it's not your place to fix anything. It's just our place to receive the story. And as Christians, we take that to Jesus in prayer as well. That's a lovely example, actually, because, it again, it highlights going at the pace that the person needs Mm -hmm. to go at, Mm -hmm. which is something we've talked about in our grief and loss podcast last week as well um mm. so it all ties in very nicely but um what about when it comes to listening to god do, do we act the same way when we come to listen to him is it different uh, do you know i actually took those same things i just thought about it in prayer and i said when god's speaking do i interrupt him <laughs> do i actually try and finish god's sentences for him you know, and, and when God's speaking to me, am I already planning what I'm going to say to him after yeah. before he's finished? And you think, oh, don't be ridiculous, Wes. But actually, I think we can do that very easily as Christians, as disciples of Jesus. I think we, we've got to come back to learn, to listen. In fact, for me, um, my own practice at the moment in prayer is though I've got things that I want to talk to God about and, and whatever I found I've spent more time just listening, saying nothing. I've got a list of things perhaps on a sheet of paper in front of me that, and I just, I've looked at them and I've said, God, you already know all about this, don't you? (laughs) So how do you want to talk to me? What do you want to say? What is this conversation about? And I found that much more helpful. Yeah, that's really cool. And in that process of listening more during your prayer time, have you heard from him differently or has it been the same? Or I found myself agreeing with him a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> so rather than saying, God, if you want my opinion, I think mm. you should really do this. You know, <laughs> I dress it up in prayer. Lord, would you please you know, do this for this person? <laughs> I found myself almost as if God is... Um, you, you know, in, 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 in hospitals, they have the drip next to yeah. somebody and it, and it just drips down into them. I found as if it's been God's just been dripping his thoughts into me. And actually, my prayers have gone, I agree with that, Lord. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. Absolutely. That's a wonderful mm-hmm. idea. God, that's, that's wonderful. I agree with that. And so I found myself listening to him and agreeing with him. And then if he said, oh, and where's this needs to happen for this person? And I've talked to him about that and said, I agree with that. Lord, please, let's have that. Yeah. That's so, so that's changed for me a bit. Yeah. I had a really um, fun moment the other day. I, I went for a walk on my own and there was no, literally no one around. And I was like, how often do I verbally like or vocally get to just offload to mm. God so mm. I, I was just walking and walking and I was just talking away and at the end of it I thought to myself if I was talking to a person they would be like I haven't had a chance to get a word in <laughs> because you have just been talking but I think there's a time I think there is a time and a place yes for all yes. these different types of prayer I think I needed to actually just get it out 
and let him listen to me. Yeah. But then also there are times like you're saying where you can just listen to what he's saying yeah, to you yeah. about certain things as well. Um, yeah. So you and, give me that. Yeah, go on. Yeah, no, we, we, in fact, there are two ways of doing it. Actually, sometimes we pray out of emotion. Because yeah. we, we just need to unload it. And I think yeah. that's fine. Yeah, okay. And then there are other times where we pray out of revelation where it's, yeah. it's the communications the other way. So you've highlighted something that's really important, both of those things. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you don't want people to think, oh, I'm do- I'm doing it wrong. Because no, no, I- no, 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 absolutely. And yeah, no, it's lovely to, to hear different ways that this that this happens. And so um, you, you've given an example of you listening to God. Are there other ways we can listen to him, do you think? I think people, it's, it's sort of in a way how, how you experience god because some people experience god in nature yeah some, pe- some people um experience god in silence and solitude some people experience god you give them a bible and some commentaries and and a mug of coffee and and they're lost they're just in yeah. it. you know you let other people wash other people's feet and serve and cook and be with you know and and the, you let other people worship put 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 some music on of whatever genre and they're there so i think we we all hear god in different ways and and i i suppose it's, it's my friend greg boyd who says we hear god in our imagination mm, like that. that's where the we we get the the resonance and the 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 input it's in that place and so I think however you find God, however God speaks to you, um, one of the things that dawned on me is that often we hear God and we listen to him in terms of our own language. You know, so sometimes God speaks in, in words and concepts that are not familiar to us. But most of the time, God's speaking in the words and concepts and language of which I'm familiar and just identifying that this is the Father's love coming to us, I think it's really helpful. Yeah, so helpful. Yeah, so that's nice, nice big question to end on. Um, mm. <laughs> how does listening to God help in the healing ministry? I think it's very easy in the healing ministry to assume that you know what the person needs who's come to you. Yes. You know, if they if they're limping, uh, arm in a sling, you know patch over the eye you can just say oh yeah I, you know. yeah i think there are two things in the listening thing one is it's always good to ask the person themselves what it is that they've come for what how can we pray for you but secondly to then to go to god and say god what is it that you see that this person needs right now in fact well sometimes i'll say in, as we're praying, I just quietly say, God, what, what can't I see at the moment that this person really needs? And, and, and I, in a sense, I want to connect heaven and earth together. And so for that, I need to hear from God's perspective, not just my own and not just the person. Um, and Jesus says, isn't he? He says, I only say what I hear the Father speaking. That'd be a good thing for prayer, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Gosh, really helpful. I mean, we could talk about this for yeah. days. Um and and you know, it is a 
a, a bit of a plug we do have lots of listening um training available and uh, we'll be publishing some dates for later in the year if this is something you feel quite passionate about or you just want to you know grow in your listening skills we would love to journey with you uh, in that process but for now why don't we say goodbye and um we'll come back together next week for another discussion so yep. thank you for listening and thank you wes yep. bye bye